technique and drills make you go faster, not getting fitter and fitter and fitter. More technique, more downwind, and honing skills. You're never too old to change bad habits, and you're never too old to learn new ones. I can teach you all the mistakes. I've had so many mistakes in this life of mine, long life, paddling life, and why should you make the same mistakes when I've already been through there, done that, bought the t-shirt a number of times, Hi there, welcome to the Coach Tulupski podcast. These episodes are taken from Oscar's live interactions with his Oscar's club members and are great for anyone looking for insights into paddling faster and having more fun. Okay. Morning, everybody. Well, I'm walking in, a, in the town of Kibaron. It's uh, 7 a.m. and it's just starting to get light. Um... Timing is a little bit off. It's a little bit dark, but hopefully you can uh, all hear me. Whoever's uh, starting to join, um, I'm just going to walk onto the beach where the main race should happen. Um, this week is the World RCF World Surf Ski Championships. Um, weather predictions aren't that great but still should be quite good uh, we're hoping it's going to be good um, I'm walking right now onto the beach there was a big triathlon here yesterday it's like a, a European cap um, fairly dark out here still which surprised me because the sun should be coming up. I can see it's close. It's going to be interesting. Alex Bennett is with us. So here I am. I mean, just looking around. This is the town of Kibaran. You can look behind me. This is where this big triathlon was. Um, weather's not that bad. I've been here, Kibaran. A few times. It's in Brittany, which is right on the sort of northwest tip of um, of uh, um, France. Like a, and Kiberon is like a little, nearly an island, just about an island. And high tide, it's close to being an island because the, the there's water on both sides. It's like a peninsula. It's 450 athletes coming to do the surf ski event so it's growing in leaps and bounds the first ever world uh, championships was held in um, was held in um, Portugal in 2013 the second one was in Hong Kong actually the Dragon Run uh, route and now this is the third one now it's going to happen every year 450 surf ski paddlers which is not bad at all and um, the sport is growing, and uh, and you guys will be growing with it. I think you, I think you can all hear me. Um, it's great to be in a spot like this. There was most supposed to be a, a lot of wind. The wind has died down. I haven't checked the weather forecast today, but 
the bottom line is we should be having some wind as long as there's some wind it's going to be a lot of fun our sport's about learning how to paddle in the wind oh, looks like I'm properly properly uh, locked in here from a here again very strange this is the town of Kibarong have a look at the back it's a nice French town I have a few uh, um, questions that I've had in fact just got one earlier this morning Karen Smith who's doing the the mighty Murray paddle, paddle which is like it's like 400 kilometers she was getting uh, chafing under the armpits now that is a problem actually that is actually a big problem chafing under the armpits means that she's using her arms and not rotating with your body um, and basically if you have a look here if I paddle properly like that notice there is absolutely no chafing can happen under my armpit here as soon as I do this then I'm gonna get chafing so Karen Smith it's got to be like this and she said the wind was blowing 40 knots it's really rough all those kind of things that people uh, have problems with and they fell out in the K2 twice the bottom line, is, bottom line is you should never fall out of your boat ever because you should be able to brace so Karen Smith I think it's time you did more, much more, bracing exercises. Because if you do bracing exercises, there's no way you should be able to fall out. Okay, that is the one thing I keep on stressing for everybody out there, is you've got to learn to brace properly. And bracing properly means that you should never, ever fall out of your uh, canoe, surf gear everything if you can brace properly the only way you can fall out is if you're not bracing so let me tell you about uh, there's a waiting period for this uh, ICF world surf ski championships uh, the waiting period is a bit disappointing because it's only three days we're already here on Saturday in fact we we're here yesterday Saturday and today is Sunday morning and it's Wednesday Thursday Friday at this stage there was a huge amount of wind uh, going to happen on on uh, on Wednesday, but now it's disappeared. So we've only got three days. There's uh, two separate races: the Masters race, and I'll be racing in the over 55. And then you have the the race for all the all of us. The, the main race, the, the World Championships, where there's no age group, will will happen. Uh, on a separate day so it has to be two days um, not a lot of wind um, but you never know weather is weather this place can have serious uh, wind and waves every time I've been here I've been here about four or five times in the past there's always called the brace surf ski race which basically means Brittany and and French and 
it's been rough. I mean, the temperature is not too bad. Water temperature is about um, 18 degrees. Outside temperature now is probably about 14, and it's supposed to be going up to uh, going up to about 18, 20. Uh, there's a little bit of breeze around. Not much swell around here, which is because there's been no wind. But uh, it still will be a good test, I hope. That's uh, our, our only hope. So coming back to uh, training for this race, uh, again, important to make sure, like something like Corin Smith, is that you concentrate. Um, Jeez, Alex Bird, it's 38 degrees in Japan. My gosh, the people in the Olympics next year are going to take strain in Tokyo. Um, yeah, it's not that warm. Uh, it's manageable. I'm still in shorts, little jacket and uh, shirt. I can feel a bit of wind here, so it should be not that uh, bad. Getting back to my training, I mean, uh, uh, as I said before, I, I was going through a really good patch. I was doing... A technique session, uh, uh, a full technique session in the morning, early morning, then running, cycling, and in the afternoon I would do a, a, a long paddle because the wind's been so good. I do about a 40, between 30 and 40 kilometer paddle, and I was really going well. And then suddenly I had a problem with my um, with my rib, and if people know about rib injuries, it's the absolute worst. There's nothing you can do before it. I've been to physio and things like that, so it's been a bit of a disappointment for me. But I think uh, I've rested, and all I can do is hope that um, that I can go through the pain and, and manage to race the race either Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday. But the bottom line is you've got to listen to your body. I keep on telling to pe chatting to people, trying to advise them uh, listen to your body if you listen to your body uh, it definitely makes uh, a big difference then it shouldn't you shouldn't damage yourself I've spoken to a lot of doctors to, that say that even though it's painful I'm not doing any more damage I haven't taken any um, anti-inflammatories I think the best way for anti-inflammatories best way to handle anti-inflammatories inflammation is to eat the correct food and obviously carbohydrates is the, are the most inflammatory food that you can have so I've taken no anti-inflammatories just eating the right food done a bit of fasting my weight's good my strength's good and uh, hopefully um, my my um, my injury will heal enough so that I can they can paddle. Again, it was interesting that I did a lot of technique. So those people out there that always think they've been paddling a long time, I've been paddling for 45 years and I still don't think I've 100% perfected my technique. That's why every single day I was doing a technique session. In my recovery, I've been doing technique session, obviously very slowly because it really is a, a little bit painful so I don't want to get too much pain but I still was doing technique sessions I was doing running just for the cardio part of the 
the the training uh, just so I keep my body going and and I feel I, I haven't done any absolutely not one single stroke in anger so it's going to be interesting to see how I go totally on math MAF which maximum aerobic function which means that I haven't pushed my body one single bit so but I run I don't let my body go over math and when I've been paddling I haven't let it go over 110 beats per minute so it's going to be interesting to see how it all works out in the, in the next two days the boats arrived the guys took about uh, 25 hours to get here from uh, Porto with with my boat paddling a nice 560 very light 560 happens to be Nello's boat um, been doing a bit of testing on a on a whole new series of boats so that's going to be a fun Alex Bennett says his ski rolls from side to side okay your ski should roll from side to side but it's only going to roll from side to side if you're paddling correctly. The big problem I'm, I'm seeing a lot of people, if they're rolling side to side, the biggest issue is that if whatever side it's rolling onto, your paddle blade must be there. So if you roll onto this side, you, you can see your paddle blade must be touching the side, touching the other side. So you really got to concentrate on putting your weight, always have your weight on your paddle blade side. There you go, there's the ferry coming in from one of the islands of Brittany. So obviously the first ferry. It's just starting to get a bit light here. Um, coming in, picking up some passengers. So your, 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 your ski can roll from side to side, but not too much, Alex. It should only just slightly off. So, so if that's flat, it just rock a little bit. So putting, just doing your weight onto this paddle and onto this paddle, this paddle, and this paddle. Don't, don't rock too much. It should be still flat. If you watch the Olympic paddlers, their boats just tilt a very little bit from side to side. Not too much, because then you're affecting the whole uh, um, shape of your boat, which is not meant to be going side to side or up and down. So really concentrate on just putting your weight on the paddle. If you're putting your weight on your paddle, as you put your weight on the paddle, it'll push you back up because the paddle, the wing paddle, especially the wing paddle, will really push you back up. So then you really don't want to be rocking side to side that much. Again, concentrate on your, on your drills, one-sided drills, especially the lock elbow, making sure your paddle goes in at 90 degrees like that. So when you push down, if you're pushing down on your paddle, it's got to push you up. So even though you're leaning onto it, it's going to push you back up. It counterbalances that. So therefore, you shouldn't have a problem of, of leaning left and leaning right. I hope that answers your question. Okay, coming into a big race like this, it's important. A few important things is that you've really got to concentrate on, on getting your technique. You're not going to get fit in the last few days of a race. So from uh, this race, I'm going to go to South Africa, the Fish River Marathon, which is a three-hour day and then a two-hour day, and then from there back to Portugal and then to the Sean Partner Financial Services race in, in uh, Perth, Sean Financial Partners doctor, 
Um, but again, when you come to a race like this, there's no use doing any more training. Training is not going to help you get faster. The most important part of, of this time before the race is to keep on improving your technique. And in a race like this, where it's uh, downwind, there's two parts of the technique. Number one, your, t your, your actual style. And number two, and number two is how to perfect catching the runs around this area. So, no use doing two and three hour paddles or one hour paddles or sprinting or anything. Nothing's gonna help. In three days before the race, nothing is gonna help. The only thing that's gonna help is if you can make your technique a little bit better. Making your te technique a little bit better could make you go faster. Training harder is not gonna make you go faster. So, all I'm gonna be doing is, uh, yesterday I just saw how my, my rib uh, was, which is fine, I only paddled for five or 10 minutes. And then today, again, I'll just do a whole technique session. So 45 minutes to an hour doing technique, and then hopefully there's a bit of wind, and I'll do wind, seeing the lay of the land, seeing where I'm gonna finish, where the finish is gonna be. Again, interesting sport. We actually don't know which day we're gonna race, and we don't know where we're gonna race from, and we don't know where we're gonna finish, we don't know where we're gonna start. Interesting, because we still gotta find out what the wind's doing. Once we find out what the wind's doing, then we can really have a look at uh, what's happening and where we're gonna be racing. Uh, today, again, I'll, I'll try and get some uh, GPS waypoints, because I'll race the race with two GPSs. One showing my heart rate, speed, distance, and time, and the other heart rate showing me where I'm gonna go. So it's gonna be uh, quite interesting to see all the different courses. I think they've got three courses uh, laid out for us. And in those three courses, uh, hopefully it takes in a, into uh, takes in the, the, the current weather at what we're expecting for the day. So Sunday, probably Monday, they're going to make a call which day we're going to actually have the race. David Ahmed, how are you going? Uh, where about are you from, David? Good to see you. You can see it's very, very early in the morning here in Quiberon, France. A little bit chilly. Um, welcome, David. What time? Sure. Very, uh, people are either having a good party on Saturday evening in Australia or, or yeah, Saturday evening in Australia or uh, Friday, uh, yeah, Sunday evening in Australia and in America, it's, what's the time in America? Time in America must be must be Saturday afternoon or evening in America. So people are obviously having a good weekend. Too much uh, fun out there at the moment. So not so many people watching live, but you will get this podcast broadcast to you later on. So as you can see, the sun is actually starting to come up. Pretty much just starting, you can see it's starting to get a little bit lighter. Um, I'll go back to bed because uh, there's nothing happening in Kibaron 
at this time of the morning. Hopefully I'll do another podcast uh, in the next day or two uh, showing uh, what and where the venue is for the World Championships. Most of the guys are arriving today and tomorrow. Australians have arrived. My brother from South Africa has arrived. His mate Dave Reese has arrived. So a few people have arrived already. So they are getting ready. Yeah, you can see a little bit more light. And on the back there, you can see keep around town just starting to get light. Claire's telling me that uh, I can't hear. Um, David, can you hear? If that's the case, I think we'll uh, sign off. There's a bit of confusion of what time this podcast was going to happen. But... Uh, Okay, Claire says we can hear now. But I think uh, all in all, have a good weekend. Remember, my doors are open, my emails are open, and I'd like to hear from you. I've had some fantastic stories of how people are going faster. Phil Paris Brown uh, in Australia has improved his times amazingly well, going much better, faster, more stable, which is fantastic. Um, David Whitmer is uh, improving a lot. He's getting a new boat. He's going from a V5 to a, uh, from, to a, to a 520XL. Willem's one of our, my clients is coming here. Uh, Willem's improving a lot, and and he's really getting fast. And he's taking all the all the the advice I give him and improving a lot. So. I'm having a lot of success with people taking on uh, on the event. Uh, Dave has also lost a lot of weight. Will Wilson's lot of, lost a lot of weight, which is good. Uh, I've I've lost probably again just since I've concentrated on trying to get fit for this race. I've probably lost about uh, seven kilograms, which is not bad. So I've also lost quite a bit of weight and it's again remember it's not about the training to lose weight it's about what you eat I've been eating the right food uh, doing a bit of fasting a lot of 48 hour fasting and then eating uh, and it's uh, paying off it definitely helps fasting uh, and I've been training while I've been fasting so that's why I need on 48 hours otherwise I'd do longer fasts fasting is one of the easiest way because then you don't really have to eat the perfect food you just got to make sure that you fast uh, for one or two days okay it's 25 past seven um, either we got the times wrong there's not so many people online but the bottom line is concentrating your technique keep on doing your drills believe me when I was training now and I've been doing drills for a long time I was doing drills and doing my technique seven days a week. That's the only way to improve. At our age, and most of my clients are older than uh, the growing phase, we are past 40 and 50. 
the only way to get faster is to improve your technique and uh, keep on pushing it I'll discuss with Cam when we have our next uh, live podcast but thank you very much for your support um, next time we'll it looks like people prefer the evening evening uh, uh, podcasts because then we had Australia and some people from America all doing it so this time doesn't seem to work as we haven't had lots of people online but appreciate your support and remember keep giving me feedback keep giving me questions and I'll answer them as best as I can thanks for listening those people that are going to be probably going to get this podcast later on sun's just coming up here in Quiberon France and uh, we'll have fun so maybe during the week we'll do another podcast where there's a lot of action where we can interview a few people or after the race and tell you how we went Adam Thorpe so Adam's just arrived Adam I'm in Quiberon France at ICF World Championships and uh, it's pretty much just becoming light beautiful little quaint town we've been racing uh, Wednesday Thursday or Friday it's a three-day waiting period and hopefully we have a lot of wind at the moment there's not too much all it is a little bit chilly uh, what can we do so Adam any questions that you would like to get answered in the closing stages of the live podcast shout just type it in there and I'll answer it welcome we'll probably do another podcast in the next few days maybe after the race no problem Adam so this uh, podcast will be recorded and then sent out to everybody that's in the club learning learning about what I do before a race how I do it and how to improve your your paddling okay 7.30 my podcast always lasts half an hour um, the sun is slowly coming up in uh, Quiberon, France and I'll be signing off till next time we'll put up a date and the time of the next podcast which should be maybe just after the ICF World Championships see how people did interview a, f- interview a few people and uh Thanks for listening. Adam, sorry that you only joined us in the last little bit. Um, But don't worry, it will be recorded and get broadcasted out later. Cheers, everybody. See you and train hard, but more importantly, train effectively. Remember that everybody says practice makes perfect. That's incorrect. Practice makes permanent. So rather practice the correct way than just keep on bashing your head against the wrong way. Practice makes permanent, not perfect.
practice perfect technique and you will get good. Cheers, everybody. Hi there, thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, if you want to join Oscar's club or get access to his free technique video series, you can do that by visiting coachchalupski.com.